once more for the audience. Big Apple, 3 a.m. We're already, we're not, we haven't even reached 20 episodes and we're already, I'm already going insane. Gonna let that one marinate. Marinate for a little bit, yeah. My yes, words exactly. Yes. You go open with this, Greg. Here's the first question. Do you know? <laughs> Do you see more out of your left eye or your right eye? Like more or better? More. Which eye sees more? The left one. Seymour. Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. I know this is my house, Evan, <laughs> but I want to leave. <laughs> we're already, we're not, we haven't even reached 20 episodes and we're already, I'm already going insane. Are you ready? Hell yeah. I was fucking born ready. Are you ready? Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Are oh you ready? I was like, oh my god, I can't remember what the next part is. It's been so long since I've listened to that. Welcome, everybody, to Next Door Nerds. To Degeneration X! Yeah. That's the real That's the real first question. Of us, which one of us is Shawn Michaels and which one of us is Triple H? Ooh, 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 that, I, mm. I think it works out that you're Triple H and I'm Shawn Michaels. I was gonna say I'm Triple H, but I didn't yeah. want to. I didn't want to hurt your feelings. Oh no, dude! I prefer Shawn Michaels. Well, Triple H is still wrestling, so true. And Shawn is Michaels is Shawn Michaels dead? No, no, no. Okay, right. he's still alive, but he did uh, end the career of Nature Boy Ric Flair, and that makes me forever sad. Yeah, that's true. But I also didn't like Ric Flair as much as Shawn Michaels. So, <laughs> I mean, this this open open casting call or call out. If if Shawn Michaels wants to be on this podcast, we will have eight episodes in a row dedicated to Shawn Michaels. I mean, I'm in. That sounds fantastic to me. But uh, I think I'm more. I'm definitely more of a Triple H guy. I agree. But and not just because I can do an actual sweet chin music right now. Well, so can I. Are we going to both sweet chin wanna, music each other? Each other at the same time? Just the perfect knockout. Just <laughs> both of us at the same time. <laughs> then they do, the, they do the 10 count while we're trying <laughs> yeah. to get up. Four minutes of talking. Then we both sweet chin music each other at the same time. And then an, an hour and, and 56 minutes of just dead air on this podcast because we're both passed out on the ground. And then you just, all of a sudden you hear <laughs> one of us come to like, what, what happened? Oh God. <laughs> what year is it? Somebody pissed my pants. What's going on? <laughs> Someone put shit all over my pants. I don't know who it was. I'd be like, Greg, that was there when I got here. Oh, uh, but yeah. Welcome everybody to next door nerds. Uh, welcome. We're, if you can't tell by now, we've, uh, we've lost it. We've gone insane. We're basically two radio personalities. Now. Yeah. We've, uh, we, we've, we've, we've definitely gone off the deep end, but, uh, this is the episode that 
everybody seems to enjoy the most. Yeah. Because it's where me and Evan get a little a little out there, a little crazy with our answers. But uh, this is when the internet, we go to the internet and we find some wacky questions. Random questions. Fun questions. Questions that make you think real deep, deep inside of your soul of are carrots the best vegetable? Not, not even close. Greg. Okay, okay, okay. But, Evan... They are the best fruit, though. Greg, it's going to be a good podcast. Dead, dead, dead. The, uh, the vibes we're both bringing right now, this is going to be a great podcast. Well, I feel a million times better than the last time we recorded, yeah. which was two days ago. Two days ago. This yeah. is what happens when we record this close together. This is what happens. When also, you... we didn't talk about this before we started. We, we don't have a wrap-up to do. Yeah, we, for, for once in this entire show we don't actually have uh so evan how was your week how because was my, uh, how was, how was your last 24 to 48 hours <laughs> how was my monday yeah how was your monday um well my dad died oh jesus <laughs> once again evan am i gonna have to cut this out <laughs> only if he really dies well which is not gonna happen <laughs> and if it does happen they're not hearing this anyway Okay. So I could say what I have immunity right now. I could say whatever I want. Okay. All right. Which I've already said Bush did 9-11 on this podcast at one point. So this is true. You can't and really go anywhere from that. Whether or not that's true, uh, we're not allowed at liberty. We're not at liberty to say. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. My, my Monday. What a day. Yeah. Nothing happened. No. It was great. It was a pretty normal Monday. Yeah. Honestly, I'm, I'm just glad to not feel like a piece of shit for... The lat, I, I figured out what happens when you make it through almost the entire pack of Mucinex. You just <laughs> feel fantastic afterwards. <laughs> I will state this though: uh, I took a pill, not in Ibiza, but I took a pill here and uh, last night before I woke, and then I woke up this morning, and it I felt like SpongeBob when he visits Sandy in his, in her dome, and I'm just like water. <laughs> Picky out? Oh, I was, I was so dehydrated. Yeah, my my throat was like on fire. My sinuses were like the Sahara, bone dry. Yeah, and then uh, lots of nasty things came out of my body after that. And and now here we are. Nice. <laughs> I didn't like the slurp. <laughs> I didn't like the You know slurp. what? I'm just going to real quick put this out there. If anyone knows what I just referenced, leave a comment and I will name drop you on every episode of this podcast until we stop doing it. Because oh no one's going to. I mean, maybe they might. People might know that reference. I'm not going to give any hints. So they're going to have to be. They're going to be like at the end when we start we start doing like patreon names like yep. we say Mikey <laughs> and all the, and all these people but yeah no uh so yeah our our days our our last day to day and a half nothing nothing crazy no nope. very normal and uh guess what that means people that means me and heaven are are jumping right into right the into questions it. if you're new here uh we go out to the internet and we find some of the funniest, some of the 
craziest, some of the most sincere questions. Yeah. It's all it's all across the board. We've gotten um, very, very deep and then consequently the as disgusting. <laughs> we got very deep and on the other end, shallow yes. as possible. Yeah. I mean, I, I would, even though it's not fitting the theme of like the titles, yeah. the, the would you rather episode was kind of along this line oh yeah well. it's 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 very similar and yeah. and but in no sh- way shape or form the same thing this isn't us repeating an episode no not at be- all because this is the third time that we've yep. done this type we're of gonna have that, to think uh, of some so, uh, some yeah, way to phrase that uh, in the title edit- editor greg somehow make this sound <laughs> better than it is but uh yeah no uh it, it was it's been good to us this this yeah. type of questionnaire back and forth between us. Uh, I know Evan has his phone at the ready, mm-hmm. like a wand in a wizarding world. He yep. is prepped to f- fire at any moment. I don't have that app that lets you cast spells uh, with your phone. Well, Do you ever just, have that? Here, I'll just grab my wand over here and mm-hmm. just. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry, no, no, okay, but here we are, uh, Evan. Evan, I it, revivo. <laughs> revivo. Is that is that is it that all Harry Potter is? Is you just added you just, o yeah, basically. to the word of what you want or Eosa? Yeah, reviviosa. There, there you go. There it is. Perfect. Perfect. You're back to life, and now you have. Now you uh, are no longer have diabetes. It's crazy. <laughs> it brought my my pancreas back to life. Yes, it's it doesn't just do your heart. It does oh. every part of you. Well, that that solves all problems. We could just kill people and then revive them and solve their illnesses. Perfect. I like it. Well, I like but, this uh, universe you've created, Greg. Yeah, we've got questions. Yeah, that the internet has provided, and we're gonna we're gonna get each other's answers on these. And uh, I think Evans at the ready. He is he's staring daggers at me right now with with his question ready i'm actually blocking greg with my phone all right all right i'm i'm ready evan whenever you are i did i did a little bit of research before this started so yeah we can uh you go ahead with your first one all right my first one this might be a quick one which scent do you find the most soothing Smell, you mean? Yes. Not like pennies. Yeah. Okay. Because I was gonna say a dime. If, I was gonna, if you if you say the scent of any coin, I'm gonna punch you in the face. I was gonna say a dime, but <laughs> um, I, that's the worst smell. I the best smell to me, um, and this is just a uh, bringing me back to the old days of living with old mom and dad. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I would be at school or coming home from college or whatever, or work when I still live there, um, I could walk in to the garage, even before I walk into the garage, when I'm still outside, my dad would be making fried chicken mm-hmm. and I could smell it outside. Like that's how strong this smell was. Which I believe you said was your favorite food. Correct. In like the first episode. My my father's fried chicken is by far my favorite. If I could, if I could like put his chicken into like a box and then 
sell it for millions of dollars? <laughs> I think I could because it's just it's that delicious to me. Like I I feel like I could just box it, promote it, make mo- lots of money, and just be like Greg Voppy's dad's chicken. <laughs> Come yeah, and get it. But, that way, uh, you still get your name on the brand, right? And right? Stuff. Right? Because yeah, of course, I, I gotta get something on the side. Yeah. But no, every time I would come home, I would walk in. Before I walked into the garage, I would smell it. I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> what is happening?" And I would just immediately run into the house, and I would just see him angrily, because he always had to be angry when he of was course. making it, because it was like a four-hour project. Yeah. He's just sitting there with a lot of. First off, he had this air fryer that was just, I don't know, like mm, a foot tall, about mm, eight inches around. Yeah. Like, this, he air fried him. He didn't deep fry him. Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, deep fry. Oh, deep gotcha, fryer. gotcha. Yeah, and this thing would just be spitting out grease <laughs> left yeah. and right. Jesus Christ! All, yes, all over the place, and uh, it would. My dad would just lay out. We, you know, I don't know if your your parents did this, but my parents collect every single newspaper known to fucking man. I don't know why. And they would put it in the garage. And I never understood why until I realized that my dad would use it for like starting simple fire. Cause mm-hmm. paper just yeah. starts right up and to collect all grease coming from any time that he made fried chicken. Really? He would just put papers down and that would absorb quite a bit of oh my god is this like a life hack that we need to try i don't know if it works well but 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 my dad did it and still does it to this day but that smell coming into the coming into house after a hard day at recess (laughs) i was gonna say how long or how often did he make the fried chicken like once a month once a month it was pro it in in as the last couple of like years you know I mean, I, I've been out of my mom and dad's house for about a year and a half now, mm-hmm. but, uh, they, uh, he, he's, he like slowly stopped doing it just because of how much of a mess it is. It's to, always, to, it's to clean up. It sucks. Deep frying shit inside. It's terrible. There is one downside to this smell. And that is the fact that it sticks it to my lingers. clothes yeah. and my coats. And then I would go to work the next day and I would just be like, motherfucker, I'm yeah. hungry. <laughs> it would make you retroactively hungry <laughs> yes I would, I would just be like god <laughs> god damn it i want more chicken but uh yeah. no that smell the you smell would... of fried chicken coming home from a hard day's yeah. work at solving equations and algebra and all of that nonsense yep but uh no it's, that, it's, that... it's that comfort food kind of smell oh yeah so uh what, what's what's your favorite scent um Oh, good Lord. I have, I, I put these questions forward and then I realized I didn't actually put any thought to what I would answer with. <laughs> um, so I, I guess for me, the question was what, what scent do I find most soothing? Which I guess if I had to narrow it down just off the top of my head without actually thinking very long about it, I'd say like, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like lavender scented candles and shit. Mm. There's like almost always a candle burning in our house. And not because it smells. Um, our house just kind of smells normally. Um, let me rephrase that. <laughs> our house smells normal, mo- like as a standard. <laughs> yeah. But we just, uh, me and Selena just like the smell of burning candles because they, they, they do their job and they smell good. There, there's something just 
soothing about that smell. Yeah. I, I feel like, especially when you blow it out, because yeah, you get that um, the candle, the smoke smell, yeah. and the smell of the candle. Selena itself. actually hates that smell. The smell of like the smoke after a candle gets put out. She only puts candles out by putting the lids on them and letting the oxygen. She likes suffocating the flame and watching it die. She likes to watch the light go out of yes. the candle. Yeah. Which is not crazy whatsoever. No, no, I, no, not at all. I do the same I mean, I thing. Did, I did once catch her doing it in a corner. Head saying, and she just, was just, just stooped sh- over like Gollum and just, I could hear just, her chuckling quietly. Just shh. It's all right. She doesn't listen to this. <laughs> Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> but uh, th- th- something she does love the smell of and that I've realized after the fact that I also super love the smell of is the smell of fabric softener. She's told me that she, if she's like feeling super, super overstimulated and stressed out, she'll just go to the laundry room and open the cap on the fabric softener and give Ooh. it a whiff and it kind of like... Mellows her out. Mellows her out. Yeah. And I was like, God... That's totally true. That smell, the stuff smells amazing. If only it came out of the, the clothes came out of the washer smelling exactly like that. Because clothes, after you dry them, they just kind of smell like yeah. normal. Yeah, I mean, it. I, I I get a, when I put stuff like in the washer or whatever and I pour the, the odor killing yeah. stuff in there, I mean, it's like, it's a good smell, but like when it comes out, like it kind of just loses it. It loses it for me yeah. after a while, but like not even towels really anymore. Like keep the smell of fabric softener, which sucks because everyone remembers those commercials from our childhood of, of people like sniffing towels. Like they're a drug addict who's sniffing the rag full of heroin they're doing. Mm. And they're just like, It's like this is a weird commercial. <laughs> I I I I don't know how to feel about that da- right there. Da- Downey knows what they're doing, I guess. Yeah. Um real quick, one thing that I don't know if it's a soothing smell, but it's a it's a smell of familiarity, which everyone come when they move out of the house they grew up in, everyone comes to realize like that every house has a scent. Mhm. Um, it might not, it might be good or it might be bad to some people, but sometimes it's just neutral, but like every, nothing is totally odorless. You just, if you live in a space, you get used to the odor so much that it doesn't register as an odor anymore. So when I, and I, like you, I lived with my parents a lot longer than most people. So I always thought our house didn't smell like anything. Um, then I moved into my house. Yeah. And I was like, it doesn't smell bad, but that is a very different smell. And I was like, pretty sure that I was not going to like get used to it. I was like, it's not, it doesn't smell bad, but I will always smell that smell. That and smells smelly yes. anchovies. <laughs> My house doesn't smell like anchovies, Greg. Okay. I'm just making sure. <laughs> but like, of course, <clears throat> like, like a month or two later. I, I was completely odorless, my house. Right. And then I walked into my parents' house and the smell was so strong that it like, it floored me. I was like, holy crap. I was like, mom, what the heck are you guys doing in this house? And she's like, nothing. Don't, don't, don't look directly <laughs> into the corner. Okay. It's, yeah. Uh, there's nothing going on. Selena's over there blowing a candle. <laughs> yes. 
murdering a candle flame. Uh, but it's it's crazy how much when once you move that becomes it becomes apparent like the house the the smell of the house you grew up in is very like I don't know if it's soothing because it kind of depends on what your home life was like, but it's it's familiar. No matter what, it's like familiar in a way that you did not think was even noticeable when you lived there. Hmm. So no, that's that's interesting. I mean, there there is something about like when you go to someone's house that you haven't been to in a, in a while, and then you smell their house. It's like your house has a specific smell. Yes. And as you stay there longer, that smell, you just get used to it. Just, just the same with like, you know, if, if you were to eat the same thing every day, eventually you would be like, this isn't as good. And, yeah. uh, your, your sense of like, what is, what it is, is just sort of dolls, I guess is a weird way of mm-hmm. uh, saying that, but. I'm sure I would come up with different answers if I had time to think about it because I think I've m- mentioned on this podcast that um, I think my most, the sense, my sense that is most attached to like memory is smell. Um, not that I can't, not that any of my other senses aren't, aren't attached to memory, but like when I smell something that maybe I haven't smelled in a while, I get like the crazy flood of memories attached to that smell. I don't know why. Um, but so I'm sure if I thought about it, I'd probably have a different answer. Maybe we can come back to it at some point if we ever do another, if we ever do another one of these episodes, Mm. (laughs) which basically means next week when we do the next one of these, I'll come up with a new one. So, all right, here's my question. Lay it on me. And it's a, it's a little serious. Okay. But if there was one thing about our world that you could change, what would it be? One thing about a world, um, you mean just like society or like physics? Um, I mean, I, I, I wanna, I wanna, I want your deep felt answer about just the world as a whole. Like, if you want it to be, you know, society, go ahead. If you wanna, uh, fucking change the laws of physics, go ahead. Like whatever, whatever you're thinking. Well, if it's culturally, like s- society wise, yeah. I would, I think I'm going to have to default to what I said in one of our other uh, discussion episodes where I said the biggest mentality I would change in people is that pe- we stop thinking, everyone stops thinking that they're separate from everyone else mm-hmm. when really we're all just one big group of organisms that yeah. are sharing the same space. Everyone like the first thing we humans do is throw up dividers to like to in order to like distance ourselves from people, and then we work to destroy those dividers in order to become friends or get to know them better. Yep. So it's like kids learn to do that because when you're a kid, you just you run on a playground and you find a kid and you become friends with them because you're playing with them that day. Yep. Like you run to like a, you go to a park in a town you're not even from and you'll find a kid and kids just play. Whereas adults, it's like, it's almost subconscious that you, you, you meet someone, you meet a, uh, someone at a sports game where even it's clear that you're both there for the same reason to, and for a like reason to cheer on this common goal, but you throw up every single socially constructed barrier of like, well, 
I mean, I guess I have to go straight to it. The most obvious one is race. It's like, well, there are different races than me. So there's, there's the difference and we have to overcome that. Or would they, they, I don't, I don't know. They, they dress in a way that's slightly weird to me. So boom, that's another barrier you have to overcome. And it's like, you should just look at that person and go, that's just another human being. That's not a guy who dresses this way, or that's a guy from this race. It's like, that's just a, a person. And we're all, that's all we all are at the end of the day. It's, it's kind of like you wish you could set everyone's minds back to when they were kids. Yeah. Because kids don't look at someone and say, oh, like that person's, you know, a different race. That person's, um, you know, disabled. That person's yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. They just see a person. Like yeah. it's not until you get to a certain age that you're just like, oh, you're different and society tells you that this person's different and I, I can I can get behind that like that's yeah. if we could all just go back to the ways of being child at childs at heart and just being like like yeah just you're 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 no different than me I'm no different than you we're the same yeah we're all one person one body we're we're all on planet earth you know yeah. we're we're all the same species it's nothing's different yeah, yeah I, I, can get, I can get behind that it, it's to the point nowadays when we're so divided by what's different between us that we we almost treat other people like they're a different species yeah it's and it's that's the problem with politics that's the problem with uh intermingling groups in society it's that you you hyper fixate on these differences so much that you had that everyone who who gets into that mode and goes there's no possible way we have common ground mm-hmm. that I feel like that's not a super old way of thinking I I don't know what changed if it's like the the internet age or the mass communication age or whatever but like it's so much more common for people to like dehumanize other people. Because they're different and because they do something that you don't like when really if someone does something you don't like, that's only more of a reason that you should be humanizing them and not going like, well, there's no way that we can think and we can agree on anything. So by that logic, I'm better in every single way and there's no reason to even interact with this person. Right. When it's like, I mean, it's that age old thing of, of, of putting putting a racist into a room with the race he hates and then he finds one thing in common and then that racism it doesn't go away but it it just drops. diminishes it diminishes yes like they learn a dude gets locked in a room with another dude and they hate each other because of their races but then they both learn they're a father boom there's instant connection connection there yeah because of shared life experiences because that's the thing no one thinks anyone else has any shared life experiences anymore right and it's like I definitely don't wish we could go back to the the mental development of children because while kids, like I just said, kids, if you walk in, if you're a kid and you walk into a park and you find some other kids, you're just like, those are kids. I'm going to go play with them. But also, kids are the kind of people who be like, oh, that kid's on a slide. I'm going to push him off the slide. You, I, yeah, I okay. We wish that we had the empathy level yes. of children. Yes, exactly. Okay, exactly. so yeah, that that's that's more of an accurate statement. Yeah, yeah. Because yes, totally, kids would be like, oh yeah, 
Those fucking bucks are mine. Yeah. Kids yeah. are also the type of the one who if if some kid has a a non-standard haircut, a kid will walk up and go, "Your haircut looks weird and stupid." Mm. And it's like that's not the same thing as adults doing that. That's just kids not knowing how to function in society. Right. Um but so if we learned as adults how to function in society, but we also had the empathy of kids, mm-hmm. I feel like the world would be a better place. Yeah. Um, if I could change something physics-wise, I would give us all telekinesis. Okay. Like, and and just just so you to move things with your mind, right? Yes. Okay. But I wish it was as this is going to sound are backwards. We, are we talking force level? <laughs> this is going to sound so backwards. I but it's the same amount of physical taxation as if we had to just get up and so like after doing it your body still feels the effects yes that way we're not just a giant society full of fat people like wally because if we could lift things with our mind we would only do that period there would never be any reason to get up and move i mean replace telekinesis with technology and that's basically what happens in wally so exactly uh yeah but okay so so you, had, you still have to, if I still have to pick that remote on your, t- your, your table up and I can bring it to me without getting up, but I'm still just as tired. Right. It and, just looks cooler. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. and you don't actually have to get up. Yeah. You can, that's half the, the half the sucky part is that you're like, well, now I have to, I have to get up, expend the energy and then I sit back down and then I'm tired. This is obviously a, <laughs> a exaggerated form of this. Right, 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 right. So that one, it's like, well, it's it's half as sucky. It's still a little bit sucky because you're still like, if you have to, if I picked up all the chairs at your table, like I don't have to get up and pick them all up. But once, but as I'm sitting here, I would still feel as tired as if I got up and picked them all up. That way, your body still burns off some of the fat and whatnot. Nice. But um, what about you? Uh, he, for my serious slash mm-hmm. society. Um, I would go back and just stop Facebook from becoming a thing. Um, <laughs> I know we use it and we use a lot, but the idea of Facebook when it first came out was social media in general. When it first came out was great. It yeah. was, you know, keeping in touch with people mm-hmm. all over the world being, it was, it was a glor. Well, I guess back in the day it was a glorified, uh, what 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 in the movie it was like if someone was hot or not or mm-hmm. something was yeah, that how that's that was what done? It started well in a way it was that's through what, Har- was Harvard or something that's what gave Zuckerberg the idea for Facebook right, right. was so I mean I I would want to go back in time and or change the fact that social media became what it is today and it became what it is today because of money money yes add ads monetization all that if we kept facebook and twitter and all those things the way that it was meant to be when it first came out us as a society would be better just in general there'd be hover hovercraft flying around we would we would would be all over the place (laughs) by now like world peace all of it we (laughs) world hunger would have been solved uh but no like you've got kids that are on this app or that are on these apps now. And it's like, they all focus on like having to be the best, like taking pictures of themselves, just like 
I have to get the perfect picture. Otherwise someone's going to comment and just tear you down completely and then ruin your life. And then, then you start to get kids that are depressed and then it just gets worse and worse and worse. And then eventually it just leads towards bad things happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Same thing with like, everyone says like, I like it just technology in general, like, when it first start, like yes, technology changing is scary, but it's also awesome. Yeah, don't don't get me wrong. It is it is great that we uh have basically a computer wherever we go in our pocket, the size of you know like a four by six phone. You know, yeah, it's it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. But like the fact that the fact that we've changed the idea of things just by. Cause there, cause there's people out there that like, they'll, they're, they're scared of the fact that I was talking about this and then all of a sudden I got on Facebook and I got an ad for this. Yeah. Oh, like, that happens. Yes. It happens because you know, your phone's listening. You yeah. know, everyone's listening. Of course. The government is listening. I understand. <laughs> it's fine. But the thing that it would be great is if we just went back to the old days of like, just putting a post out there saying like. Saying things about your day, like letting people know how things went. You could do the uploads of pictures and just have people like. The dislike button is stupid. I don't want it to ever be a thing. Or yeah. if it is, I don't, I don't like it. Go away. Um, it's almost pointless being yeah. there. It's like, right. what are you accomplishing by putting that there? Com- comments. Like back in the day, I, I feel like when, when all those sites came out, it was comments were mostly positive. And then one day, some... Some guy, just like yes. Terry the asshole. Terry the asshole, just like <laughs> yes, and he's just sitting there plotting someone's demise. He's like, "How can I destroy this person that I've never met before in my life?" Yeah. Ah, yes. Let's just poke at whatever the one thing is that they might be super scared to show or talk about or any of that, and just yeah, poke it with a stick until they feel terrible. Of course, yeah. I wish that was. I wish we could go back to those days of the ori- the original launch of those yeah. sites and stuff. Like, I loved Facebook when it first came out. I fucking loved that website. And now it is a garbage dump. The only reason I still have Facebook to this day is because I have friends all over that like we don't. I'm I'm learning about their life basically just because we yeah. haven't been, stayed in contact. Yeah. Um. You see pictures of their kids and their families and stuff like that, and you're like, oh no, like so and so, got in an accident or so and so. You 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 keep up to date on things. Mm-hmm. It's it's basically news. It's a newspaper. It's a newspaper, but for you. Yeah. Um. But and and keeping up with events. Yeah. Like. Facebook events that I get invites to. That's literally the only, the only reason that I still have Facebook. Um, the only reason I have is for next door nerds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's that. And then uh, if I was able to change something about like our society or not society uh, about like our physics or anything like that, um, I would want all of us to, and, and it was, you said telekinesis. Yeah. I would want all of us to have the capability to fly, but not ev- but not everyone does. So like you have to like work at it to be able to fly. And then 
You're you just trying do. to keep the fatties out of the air. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, like if you like, like if you want to fly, it's like a muscle. You got to train it yeah. on how on how to make it work. That way, if you really want to look cool, you you deserve to you look deserve cool. to look cool. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah, so that'd be mine. Just flying around and be yeah. like, look at this. I spent like so many years working on this, like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that, that that would be my little change to. Yeah. Well, that gave me an idea, Greg. I'm going to change mine because mine is actually both now. It's socially and physically. I wish we could make it so that uh, anytime a a child's eyes, a child below, let's say like 14, but if you're if you're if a kid is under 14, when they look at a screen that's displaying something from the internet, it looks black. And when and nothing comes out, they can't hear anything either. So kids are just barred from the internet. Uh kind of like they're supposed to be. Like, like they're fucking supposed to be. Facebook has that you're not allowed to be on here unless you're 13, but yes. everybody just checks and, marks and, it. And when you turn 14, we need a capture for kids. Exactly. Yeah. And when you turn 14, the shutters come up and you can go on the internet. Cuz I will admit a lot of my favorite things on the internet I saw when I was like in high school. Right. Like my in, in those old days of like old internet videos and and all that stuff. And I made that distinction about I didn't want to make it just screens in general because like Kids deserve to watch movies, and those movies are tailored towards kids. And I mean, if kids wants to watch Disney movies, that's fine. Or um, obviously within limits. And I can say this because I was a kid who played video games. Um, I'm a big proponent for kids who for playing for kids to play video games, mm-hmm. v- games that are for their age. Yep. Obviously, the kids who play Fortnite when they're 12 and then they learn racial slurs. That's obviously a bad thing. But like. We've we've been running into that with our girls because mm-hmm. they they have iPads uh, through a means that I won't get into that but but we're like they they like to watch YouTube videos which obviously it's all like slime videos where yeah. people just make slime and mess with it or like it's the, testing some, toys and stuff yeah like unboxing that. doll um, toys and yeah, stuff like that yeah. it's not anything bad but like it's just that pure unfiltered quality of it and it's like i'm just sitting there and they're and and they're we're in the car going to to a place that's half an hour away and they're on their tablets watching youtube videos and it's like i'm like i would give anything if instead of tablets they were just playing game boys like i know people hear that and they're like why is he video games aren't good for kids either but it's like at least with a video game it's it's they're they're not experiencing anything outside of what's in that video game. When kids have like tablets and stuff and have access to the internet, they have access to like everything. Absolutely mm-hmm. everything because no amount of parental child blocks on anything internet related is ever good enough to keep kids from the internet. It's just not. They find ways around it. It's inevitable. Um you just have to teach them what they what to to know what they're looking at. Is if it's bad or not, or not to go down certain avenues of the internet to keep them from seeing bad shit. But it's like that would be great if that just weren't there and they couldn't experience the internet until they were fourteen. Mm-hmm. Kind of like how we did when we were because the internet started when we were in our early teens. It's like 
we're that last generation. Anyone younger than us, they like, I mean, I guess a couple years younger than us might have still been in the same boat. But like once it's our age group ish that like once the group below us gets a little bit older, any anyone younger than that and every subsequent generation of person grew up with the Internet yep. from like a baby onward. And it's like we really need that. I just need eyeballs. They need to be surgically implanted into babies' eyeballs the second they're born. Just little that, shutter shades. Yep. That uh, every time they look at a screen, it just looks black, mm-hmm. and they can't hear anything. <laughs> a screen showing anything internet related. If they're looking at a, a TV screen that is showing a movie, they can watch that. But internet off limits. Yeah. All children. That's good. What was yeah. did, were, what was the other thing you were going to change? Not oh, it's both. I would change that change so- socially so that kids aren't fucked up by the internet and so physically that, because physically. Okay. we're uh that's not realistic to surgically implant in every baby's eyeballs. Whatever you say, man. That's, yeah. that's fine. Could you make that work, Greg? Oh sure, I'll edit it in. <laughs> What's yours? Right, my next thing. Uh quickly describe the most captivating painting or artwork you've ever seen. Or what name a painting or artwork that struck you not just something you thought looked cool but something that like influenced you in some way boy you want me to recall artwork that really struck me this can be artwork from anything movies tv i know it said painting but it also said artwork which is anything i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of keep it towards the like artistic okay. uh physical item gotcha um i went to a it was like a lego type not museum but like they just had crazy works of art just done up by legos i mean they had like the osu shoe uh, remade in Legos, just like on down to like a 20th scale or something yeah. like that. Same similar with like, you know, remade a car with like the engine. Um, that's trippy by the way. Um, I, I've seen them literally like puts, put someone in and make a car like run with like, with the Lego, like, or was it, was it Lego or was it connect? connects type the they oh, actually, man, they actually revved they actually had a little motor in it and yeah it, that and sounds it like connect i haven't thought it connects in years but it was it was just like stuff that like was made out of child's toys that is just yeah out of this world next level yep and uh it was literally like on such a scale it was a face it was just it was just a human face mm-hmm. and I almost thought for a second because they chose different col- like different colors. They they had all, they they ended up painting it. Yeah, like they painted the side and they did a head, and it was just made out of like Legos or blocks or something. And it just and it blew my mind that they could take something so simple as a Lego, something you know that we we 
we go, oh my God, I'm going to make the greatest thing. We have this huge imagination of, I'm going to build this awesome thing. And then it usually just ends up looking like a giant penis. And it's like, oh, well, well, that that wasn't what I imagined, but oh well. Uh, (laughs) No, it's a spaceship, mom. It's a spaceship. It's a rocket going into space. (laughs) No, uh, but... I literally saw saw of this face, and I'm just like, "Holy shit!" the um, the amount of time that that took to put together, it really just made me go, like, first off, wow, it's a ama- it looks amazing. Second off, it's used with child's toys. Yeah, that's just crazy, and it's from a toy that is built on imagination. Like mm-hmm. the whole point of it is. You can either follow the instructions or you can go crazy and build your own thing. Yep. And uh, it's just crazy how some people can take something as simple as a Lego and build this wild looking, realistic looking too. Yeah. Uh, with paint and other supplies like that, making it look super realistic. Yeah. Because it was only when you looked at it from like the front. Yeah. Like if you looked at it directly on, it was like, wow, that is a face. But then once you started to like move, you could see the sides of the blocks and stuff. And it was like, wow, that's not just like a sculpture that's made out of fucking Legos. Yeah. So, and you that- think they would be re- re- restricted by the angular mm-hmm. aspect of Legos, but people who are like artists with Legos are able to like, Oh yeah, blow things up in scale enough that they can create curves with the with these bricks. Yeah, because it's so big that they can. It's like pixels; they can make it into a curve. It's like it's insane. How about you? What's what's yours? I'm gonna bring it up because we have the screen up, and I I'm sure you have seen this. Well, um, we'll see if this works because right now I'm seeing four screens up on my thing of the same thing this is going to be terrifying for you greg okay because it is a scary-ish painting oh because it said captivating and i changed it to influenced and uh i'm just gonna bring it up let 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 us know if you've heard of it it's called i want the actual name saturn devouring his son by an artist named francisco goya uh i'm a big fan of greek mythology and this is a painting depicting the Titan Saturn eating his children, mm. um, which we can get into that when we do the Greek mythology episode yeah. about what that all, that whole story goes. But I saw this painting when I was in uh, junior high-ish to high school, and it was probably one of the scariest, most haunting things I'd ever seen, especially since I knew the story before I saw the painting. So I knew all the details around it. I mean, the story is actually a lot less gruesome than the painting. It's just he ate all his kids and then they none of them died because it's Greek mythology. So everything's all fucked up. So they're, they all escape and they're alive. But I just want to state that um, you remember from the episode where I tell you about uh, the mask that my family had that yes. terrified the fuck out of me? Yep. Very similar. Very similar? Very similar to that face. So I'm hoping the people who are, are listening have a moment to just search it up and look at it. Because obviously Greg can see why I thought it was so terrifying. Because that Goya, he wanted to, like, he didn't want to show remorse at what Saturn is doing. But he wanted it to seem like Saturn was not 
enjoying what he was doing. And he would, he might've been horrified by, by, I guess that that's where things can be different. Like you can be horrified by something and not show remorse. That's the way he chose to like portray Saturn. Cause he's got this look on his face. Like he's horrified at what he's doing right now. And, uh, I'll keep the details low so that if people don't want to get triggered by it, it warning for people who want to look it up, it is not safe for work. Um, but right. Right. It's, um, if you're looking at it right now, it's kind of gruesome. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's, it's a very unique art style in my opinion. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, it's definitely not something you'd want to see at night. No, it's, uh, from like the early 1800s, 1819 to 1823, yeah. um, oil painting. And I saw that when I was in, uh, junior high and I was like, that's what art's capable of. And that image was burned into my eyelids for quite a while. And it mm. took me a while to be like, all right, just cause that exists doesn't mean I can't go on living my life. So I, I, I got over it and, and I, I do love the, the artwork of it, like the way that he painted it and like the, uh, I guess it's a romantic painting. That would be the, the style that I just saw. Yep. what it's characterized. So like, I like how the oil painting is, is done. Yep. But that, that artwork was the first time I was like, Oh crap. Art can also be scary. I don't like that. Yeah. yeah. Can I go back to thinking art can only look pretty? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, Evan, I, I have another serious one for you and feel free to say what you want. Gotcha. Um, and then I'll try and find some funnier ones <laughs> just to kind of bring us back from, from this. What's one choice that you've made that you really regret? So it's not going to be as deep as you probably want it to be. Um, I always tell, I don't have too many regrets. Um, I guess, and I, I mean, I guess I, I'll go with this. I'll name two because one is not that big a deal. The one that's not a big a deal is I always regretted not playing baseball in high school mm. um, because I played baseball when I was younger and I enjoyed it, but I didn't want to be there, if that makes any sense at all. It might not, but maybe some people understand what I mean by that. Um, maybe that just means I'm lazy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not saying that because I've, I've had similar things as like, you you think your time is spent better elsewhere. Yes. Um and I I I didn't I was a very shy kid. I I I wasn't good at it. I just enjoyed doing it. Um and I was in marching band all through high school, so I was I had something I was doing in high school, but since like a couple years into college um and and after playing like freaking catch with family members, I'm just like, my, my, I was always like, you know what? I really wish I would have played baseball in high school. I don't know why. Yeah. I do love baseball. I don't like watching it on TV. That's the only, and unfortunately, that's the best way to absorb baseball. <laughs> uh, I, I enjoyed going to the games and watching the games, but since I don't watch it on TV, I don't like memorize all that we talked about this. I don't mm -hmm. know any of the players' names, and I don't follow the scores and all the news around them. But... I enjoyed playing baseball and uh, I wish I would have done that. Um, the serious one, 
we're going to have to wait till we get into like a way more deeper po- podcast about maybe things we've been through. Um, so if people aren't, are more confused by this answer without me going into detail, I'm sorry. I'll, we'll, we'll get into it eventually. But, um, I, the short version I'll say is I went to college with, uh, at the Ohio state university in Lima with a bunch of other people. Um, it was kind of a thing in our town to, for everyone to kind of just go to Lima for a few years in order to get some classes in. And then most people transferred to Columbus right after getting a few classes in or whatever. I didn't have the money and I didn't really feel like I needed to go to Columbus. Uh, so I stayed and the number of people that were my friends from high school who were going to Lima with me diminished quickly until I was just about the only person. I'm I'm sure there were some other people that I didn't really know well from Kaleida who were going there, but I had no more friends at OSU Lima. I was basically going to school every or college every day with zero friends and zero social interaction with people I knew. And I'm a very shy person, so I I don't make friends easy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was in a creative writing class, one of the best classes I've ever been in. A couple classes because the teacher taught a lot of creative writing. Um, and there were some people in that class and, uh, I have, I highly doubt any of them are listening to this, but if, if they are, they know who, they know who they are. If they're listening to this, um, this was a supremely awesome group of people. It was kind it was not huge. It was like a group of like maybe six or seven people that were just kind of friends. And for whatever reason, maybe it's because it was a creative writing class. And that's one of the very few things that I'm not terrible at that they kind of just accepted me into the fold. And, um, I got to be, I won't say good friends, but it was, I I got to be friends with them. Right. Um, to the point when we almost, we hung out a few times outside of or outside of campus. Uh, and, uh, one dude in particular, um, his name was Joe. He was a really, really cool individual. Um, and me and him got, got along like toast and butter. It It was awesome. Well, once again, without getting into detail, um, I stopped going to classes at college, um, for a while. And then they all kind of went the ways they're supposed to, like either some of them went to a different college or some of them graduated and started their careers in some other places. And I don't think any of them live in Lima, Lima at this point, but, uh, like I've, I've said before, since then, since getting through all that, like my biggest regret is not trying hard enough to keep them as friends because since I stopped going to class, I stopped seeing them every day and I'm a very shy person. And like I told you, it is very, very hard for me to initiate conversation. And like, I don't, I'm not the type of dude, even though I would, I could be fucking dying in a ball wanting to text someone and say, Hey, let's hang out. I won't do it. It's just, it's in my DNA. Mm -hmm. I, I, I can't change it. Um, so obviously those relationships petered out and, and now I, I haven't spoken to any of them in, in over in years, literal years. Yeah. Um, so, and, and I was like, I look back on that group and being like, that could have been an amazing group of friends to have outside of school. Yep. Cause we had a lot of like interests and a lot of like senses of humor and stuff. And, uh, obviously nothing's stopping me from reaching out to them now, but like I said, they're all, we all live separate lives and a lot of them don't live anywhere around here. So, but, uh, 
I was like, I could have had a really awesome group of people be my friends. And I kind of squandered that. Yep. So it sucks when you like meet somebody and you, you, you like make that connection with them and you're like, then all of a sudden you guys just go in separate directions yeah. and it's like, man, probably should have like kept in contact with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sucks. I, I feel you there. Um, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but I guess might as well. Um, when I was young, growing up, like I said, I I did a lot of, I was friends with everyone, uh, tried to be at least, you know, I did a lot of one week I'd be hanging out with this group of people, then I'd jump to the next group of people. And um, it, it, was, it was a lot of like people just sort of accepting it, you know, like, mm-hmm. oh, Greg, Greg's here. Like, okay. And, uh, just kind of go with it. And I guess because of it, it wasn't just the guys that I was friends with. It was also the girls that I became friends with. So I think, uh, this probably would have been right, right around, you know, I don't know, freshman, sophomore year, high school, like started becoming friends with, you know, started making real, like, like, good guy friends and then lifelong friends yeah right yeah and then uh those friends hung out with this group of friends and so on and so forth but i think my biggest regret of a choice that like i made was and i i know all guys have probably sort of felt this at one point was um there's there's a moment in your brain where you think Maybe I should stop being the nice guy, you know, the good guy. Cause I, when I was in high school and I was friends with these girls, I would start to like develop crushes on mm-hmm. some of them and stuff like that. And then I would just, you know, push it to the side. Cause I'm like, well, I don't want to not be their friend anymore. Like sort of thing. I want to keep that friendship Yeah. too scared to, you know, ask, ask them out and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But then I would also, because I was their friends, I would get all of the the details of their lives, you know, of mm-hmm. the guys that they talk to and stuff like that. And I I started becoming like the psychiatrist, like the, <laughs> the gay th- best friend, <laughs> like the therapist, the therapist to to these people. Mm-hmm. They would come and talk to me, and I always wish that I would have just told them, "Wow, you just." date really shitty people you should probably like try someone else like the guy that's talking to you right now sort of situation yeah so i i think the the biggest uh regret that i had in high school was i never chased i guess as, yeah. as they say after after some of those girls because i was like I'd rather have their friendship than just completely destroy ruining it, destroy a friendship sort of thing. But that that's just, you know, that's risk and reward sort of thing. But now I, and and to this, to this day, I think, I think back to a lot of those, to a lot of those uh, girls and I'm just like, there could have been something there, but Mm -hmm. I just never, never pushed anything. And now, you know, they're probably off married, have kids and, probably don't even think about high school anymore and it's mm-hmm. it's something that probably comes across my mind more than i'd like to admit but yeah. it's just it's just stupid stupid stuff like that but yeah sorry to 
mellow this out a little bit. Oh no, I, now, I mellowed it out too. <laughs> I, I'm I'm gonna try and find some funny ones. I now, was but. I was. Let me put it this way: I was in a similar boat, but mm-hmm. no one was coming to me with their problems either. Right. I I didn't chase people either, and I I I didn't have any romantic links in high school and obviously not for lack of wanting one. And, and and no guy wants to hear the, Oh my God, you're like a brother to me. Yeah. Like, Oh, that's just a fucking dagger yeah. to the heart. And the amount of times I got told that was just yeah. like, Oh God, I got, I got one or two of those, but yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it sucks. But you're, I, I, I feel like maybe I think you, you took the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Because their lives were probably better with your friendship than the possibility of things maybe not going well from from dating and and I feel like your your friendship was more beneficial mm-hmm. for them, so you took the hit because your your life was made worse by it, but everyone else's life was made better by it by your friendship right. so right yeah, I think it's uh, uh and it's just one of those things where it's like you wish you would have gone back and said something differently or yeah. it's it's the what could have been situation that always plays back every once in a while but like if i really think back like in my head would anything have changed probably not mm-hmm. maybe but like it's better to have friends than to have people that were your friends and aren't your friends anymore because things got complicated. Yeah. yeah because things got complicated. Um, so yeah, that, that's just, that was something. So yeah. Look, I know my life's made better by the benefit of your friendship, Greg. So you can ask me out. Uh, Evan, <laughs> listen, you're like, Oh yay. You're like a brother to me. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> If I hadn't stormed out in the last episode, I'd you storm out this. You would have done it here. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, uh, I can only storm out every other episode. I can't do it every episode. Uh, what well, you got? Well, Greg, I'm going to get super deep with you oh, after no. that one. So we're going even deeper. <clears throat> Is cereal soup? Mm, no. Why not? Are there cold soups? Yes, of course. Is jambalaya? Cold? I've never had jambalaya, so I can't tell you that. I think gumbo can be cold or hot. Yeah, they're cold soups. Is tea soup? No. Would you put a tea bag in? Are you putting things into the liquid, though, or are you putting something in the liquid to get a flavor and then pulling it out? You're not eating the thing in the bag. That's just sitting You can eat tea leaves. Well, I guess maybe that would be considered soup, then. I this is such a sideways question. Like, <laughs> I think we need one after the heart, the, yeah. the in depth. Yeah, is cereal a soup? I'm going to say no. Okay. And um, I'm literally just going to stick with that because uh, just doesn't seem. Well, unfortunately, Greg, I'm going to need a three-page paper explaining your reasons on my desk are you by gonna look, Thursday. Are you going to look up soup definition? Yes, I am. Oh, no. Soup, by definition, is a liquid dish typically made by boiling meat, fish, or vegetables, etc., in stock or water. Boiling. Boiling. Typically made. 
So you can cat you can cut all that out. A liquid dish. Look at the second one. In stock or water, a substance or a mixture perceived to resemble soup in appearance or consistency. <laughs> well, there you go. Mm. In stock or water, can you? Is there a soup, a legit soup made with milk? I doubt it. That like, sounds kind of gross. There might be like a Korean soup out there, maybe that's made with milk. Maybe if there is a soup out there that uses milk, I'm a little frightened to try it. Is there a non-milk cereal soup? That is sweet, like cereal is. Is there a sweet soup? I bet. I don't know what. Like but... a sugary soup, maybe? I would consider it not a soup. <laughs> After all I... that, I'm I'm on the opposite <laughs> end. Okay, okay. Well, yeah, I, I don't think it's a soup. We agree. We agree. All right, fine. We agree. Okay. okay. Uh, Evan. Sure. Which Disney princess would make the best spy? Best spy? Mm-hmm. Well, let's think about this. Uh, my uh, my immediate reaction is to say Merida, hmm. because she most of the impetus of her her forward progression in that movie is at her own behest, and spies need to be self sufficient and individual. But technically, are we supposed to say that the best spy is the person who could do the most things? And magic enables you to do the most things, so I guess Elsa is probably the best spy. Would it be easier for Elsa to sneak into somewhere and espionage the shit out of that place if she could just freeze everyone? See, I I would feel like to be a spy is to fit in without being detected. Okay. So that Um, cuts Merida out. She sticks out like a sore thrum in a crowd. That red hair. A sore thrum. (laughs) That's what I said. Um... Mine literally is a spy. Oh, Mulan. All right, all right. I've never heard a more correct answer. She straight up entered enemy camp in a way, (laughs) and spawn killed for for years. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I don't know about that, but she straight up became you know that's true. Became like them and just snuck her way in. Are it are. Is it included in the duties of the spy that you have to be charismatic, like James Bond, mm. or do you just have to pull off missions? I think, I think, I don't know. Because there are people who can blend in really well, but they would suck at missions. I know Mulan would be really good at missions, but I'm, I'm just saying that, and it needs to check mark all the boxes. So you need someone who is a capable of blending in, b capable of performing intricate and complicated espionage missions and C needs to be charismatic because that's we're talking about movie characters. So you need the movie definitions of being a spy Mm -hmm. and who's the ultimate spy James Bond. And the whole point of James Bond is that he's charismatic. You need to be charismatic in order to convince people to give you information. That's fair. Mulan. Let's see. Does she check the first one? Is she, can she blend in? She, in a way, did. I really don't want to have to say this, but would she blend in in a non-Asian country? No. But, but, yeah. It depends on how many, how much of a melting pot her missions are, or how much of a melting pot the place is where her mission is taking place is. Hmm. Because she can, she can, she can fit in. Is she capable of doing espionage missions? Of course. Yeah. She fucking scaled the royal palace in... 
in the, I guess, where does that finale take place? Hong Kong? What was the ancient seat of China? No clue. <laughs> well, the the royal palace. And then uh, is she charismatic? I mean, she can be a little awkward. Which, At times she gets a little bit awkward. Aren't we all? Aren't we all? Just James Bond's awkward. not awkward. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you've heard the the conspiracy theory about James Bond, right? I've heard a few, yeah. Of James Bond actually isn't uh, the spy. There's another spy that goes around and does the things behind scenes because James Bond is like so obviously a spy that no one... <laughs> No one looks for another spy when so he's around. When he's around, That's, so they're just like, "No, it's James Bond. He he's the spy. We have." It's so obviously him, but then there's another guy that's going around actually completing the missions. 007.0? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or seven point five. Yeah, yeah. But um, trying to think of who else there is. I mean, none of the early Disney princesses, obviously, like Snow White, Cinderella. Those are all out. Well, if you think back to early snow white with like because wasn't she like a hunter in the books no wasn't she like her and the huntsman or something she's almost killed by the huntsman yeah but i thought she was like you mean in like the original fairy tale that, i don't fucking know yeah Maybe. It's, it's i don't think i think i don't think so um who are some of the like more recent ones let's go over elsa is elsa can she blend in? She looks pretty normal. Yeah. Is or can she perform intricate espionage missions? Does the ability to create snow and ice would would that aid you in that? Because yeah. you can't. Can you can can you conceal that really? She also she summons like monsters uh, made of ice. Yeah. She's able to shape ice into certain things like i would just think she could make a key out of ice to that's get into very locations. true that's very very true um i feel like any sort of hard to escape from location she could just freeze and then break it because it'd yeah. be so brittle yeah um and then three is she charismatic no that's true she's very soft-spoken and mm-hmm. shy and mm-hmm. and is not a a, a an expressive person. She's very inward. Yep. She's not outward. Um, what else do we have? Moana. Moana is, is Moana. Is she? Can she blend in? Mm, yeah. She's also a child. Maybe we shouldn't be talking about that. <laughs> well, maybe. Can uh, can she perform intricate espionage missions? She's capable. Yeah, I think. Sure. She's she's. I she mean, pretty much has a demigod wrapped around her finger. So I feel like. She can make something happen. Do we want to include their companions in their missions? Mm, I mean, Mulan wouldn't have been able to do what she could without the dragon. Yeah. Uh, so that means she's out then. Mm. Well, Elsa doesn't have a companion. She can do whatever she wants on her own. So and they need to be self-sufficient. She can't summon any monsters then. She can, but if she does, That's that considered makes her... a companion. But she's less of a good spy because of it. Yeah. Meh. Meh. <laughs> Meh. That's all I got to say to you. But uh, I can't think of any more off the top of my head, which is bad because there's a lot of them. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Do you got any more? I'll, I'll try to keep an. I'll, we'll go with another funny one. Um. Uh, I'll go with an easy one. 
and then I'll follow it up with a, a quick mini one right afterwards. Uh, what is your spirit animal? Hmm. Which I have to then addend, add an addendum to. What is your favorite spirit animal? And then what's the animal that is your actual spirit animal? Because there's a difference. There's the spirit animal we want to be, and then there's the spirit animal of what we actually are. Uh, <laughs> you know the immortal slug <laughs> that is constantly chasing the immortal uh, the, billionaire? The immortal billionaire? Yeah. Yeah. That's mine. Damn. <laughs> the both? The one you want and the one you are? That that's That's the one that I am. I'm okay. constantly chasing success <laughs> and failing miserably. Always a million steps behind. Yeah. Um, and then when I finally do get success, I'll die. Yep. <clears throat> but um, the spirit animal that I wish I was. Um, let's go with a chameleon because then... I would be the perfect spy. Back to this other question. But <laughs> I, true. I'd be able to fit in anywhere I go because camouflage. Mm -hmm. um, my tongue would be able to go out very, very far, which that's... What would you use that for, Greg? Why not? That's cool. That's Specifically, what would you use that for? Don't ask questions you don't want answers to. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but uh, We're earning that NSFW tag this time. <laughs> oh, God. That's... <laughs> Oh no, I'm just gonna eat food from really <laughs> far away. Uh, that's what I thought too. That's what this, this is me be, this is me being lazy, and you're like, that guy would do it to do naughty things to people. <laughs> what are you talking about? I meant the food the uh -huh, sure. The food thing too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Um but yeah, mm. those those two. The the immortal snail and the, chameleon. the chameleon. Well, because these since it's spirit animal. It's like what the the fat the facets about that animal are like transferred into what the human version of that would be. So like you want to be a chameleon because they can change color and blend in with their environment. So that that's the spirit animal you want because you want to be able to fit in. Mm -hmm. Like you don't want to actually as an as a human, you're like being able to change color doesn't mean anything. Right, right, right. You want to be able to take a place. And fit in with the people around you. Wherever I go, I want not necessarily, I don't want to stand out. I don't want to be like above and beyond everyone, mm -hmm. but I want to be like the perfect fit. Yes. For every situation. Like that, that would be the ideal uh, thing. And then also, chameleons, eyes, like literally, they see like almost everything. Yeah. Just, you, you know. can't take a chameleon by surprise. And, I believe, maybe I'm wrong. I think this might be lizards, but they're kind of of the lizard family. I don't know if this is true about chameleons, but part of their bodies regenerate. Uh, yeah, I think their tails regenerate. Tails might be lizards. I'm not 100% sure on the, that one. But... What else on them would regenerate? I don't know, like legs? Why would that happen for them more than any other lizard? I think it works for lizards, too. Oh, it does? I don't know. I'm, uh, fucking, I don't know I'm fucking making it up as I go. You want to regenerate limbs? Is that what you want, Greg? No, I want um, in the in the uh, philosophical. You want way, to regenerate self respect the, in the in the, in the philosophical <laughs> way of of regeneration. <laughs> I want anything to happen to me and me to be able to bounce back. That's good. So 
those are my two That's good. spirit animals. Mm-hmm. How about Evan's spirit animals? Um, the spirit animal I want, man, I guess it's just, I want it to be my spirit animal though, because it's my favorite animal. That's really the only reason I can think of is, and that's a rhino. Rhinoceroses are my, rhinoceri, I actually mm-hmm. don't know. Those are my favorite animals. So I would pick them because, oh, I, I know. So the way they, 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 the way that translates to me is that I Rhinos are one of the most unfuckwithable animals in the African savanna. Just like nothing messes with a rhino until it absolutely has to. And rhinos don't fucking they just they are they know this. They're like, well, whatever. If they're ter- they're terrifying creatures. If something wants to fuck with me, that's fine. I'll- There's a reason they have that horn. I mean, it's Yeah. It can fuck you up if need be. Yeah. Uh but no. And that kind of goes into our whole, it's kind of related to our whole, that character archetype we've been talking about of the like unassuming goofy character mm-hmm. who when shit hits the fan, they become like the most powerful character. Rhinos are kind of like that of the real life African savanna and animals. They're, they're just like walking around, not expending a whole lot of energy, just eating not really worried about anything, and if anything tries to fuck with it, it kills it immediately, gores it to death, and just goes right back to what it's doing. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want to be able. I want to just be walking around, and no one really is like, no one really is like, yeah. There's Evan. He's not a big deal. But then once once shit hits the fan, I'm I I can gore people. Right. I mean, you. When when you're not being fucked with, you just you're you're living your life. Yeah. But as soon as somebody gets near, you're like, I have this fucking horn, and I know where to shove it. Yep. AKA where the sun where don't the sun shine. don't shine. Yeah. The whitest part of my lily white ass. <laughs> uh, uh, the animal that is probably my real spirit animal is probably I'm gonna say a bull. And that is because they have, uh, although I don't really show it too much anymore, uh, I used to have a, a pretty decently bad temper um, and get, like, emotionally mad about things. It was pretty easy to, like, emotion, it push me emotionally. Uh, and I was also very stubborn. And while I feel like those two things aren't super applicable to me nowadays, it probably doesn't change the fact that it's my spirit animal. So I would, I w- I'd probably say a bull for the temper and the stubbornness. Mm. Now, I just want you to know, I was going to ask something else, but now I'm going to ask based off of what you just gave me. Oh, real quick. I have a mini question. Go ahead. Uh, how many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? 72. Okay. Go on with your question. <laughs> um, what time made you... So angry in your life. Like what time was I the angriest? Yes. Oh shit. See that that's the thing. I don't I don't when I got angry when I was younger, it was because of like people. It was never really things. I was actually able to absorb things pissing me off very easily. 
and uh um and just be like it's just it's a it's a thing it's an event it's something that's completely out of my control so why be mad about it mm-hmm. whereas people they would piss me off because they can they're people they can choose to piss you off or not and they're choosing to piss you off mm-hmm. um weirdly enough that has swapped within when i became an adult and now i very seldom get mad at people because i'm i've honed my sense of empathy to the razor sharp point and now it's very easy for me to talk myself down and go like all right they're doing it because of this they're doing it because of this and even if i don't know for sure i can tell myself that in order to put them in the best possible light so i don't get angry Mm. that's what i do I, i very 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 seldom get angry at people anymore period yeah i get angry at inanimate objects every single day of my fucking life (laughs) <laughs> because this thing is designed to do something and it's not doing what it's designed to do. I drop shit every day. I I things are constantly going wrong. This didn't happen to me when I was younger. It happened recently where I just noticed that everything that I touch breaks and goes wrong. Um that's why I was going to say I, I don't know if I could say it's my angriest, but this will be my answer. Um, the thing that happens frequently that pisses me off the most, and sorry to people who thought this would be a video game free episode, but I'm going to bring it to it. <laughs> um, the thing I've, that's happening a lot with me with playing video games is I will go through something where the progress bar is at zero and I'll get it to like 99% and then I'll die or fail and then I have to restart everything. The best example is I, I'm playing Dark Souls right now with Selena. Though we've already talked a little bit in like the first episode about how Dark Souls is like one of the hardest video games out there. The whole series is some of the hardest video games out there. Um, I have been going into boss battles and trying my fucking hardest. I mean, I'm sweating bullets. I'm using 10% of my seat because I'm leaned forward so much. I'm dodging. I'm doing all this shit. And I get them down to this much health. And then I die. <laughs> it's always like if I would have hit them one more time, I would have beat the level. Like an, a, a breeze could have pushed them over. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I, I go through in my head and I'm like, literally, if I would have, if one more thing would have went right, I would have avoided all this extra work and all of this heartache from having to play this whole level over again and get to the boss and then fight, go through the stressful shit of fighting him and actually beating him and get that close and then die and have to restart everything. That's, that happens all the fucking time. That's fucking annoying. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. That, Like, right, just when, when you're so close to being done and then it's like, nope, you're yeah. wrong, start over. It's like, oh, all the time. No, and I it kind of, it goes to my inanimate object thing too, because, um, like I said, I'm, I'm getting more angry at inanimate objects to the point, And I'm really, um, it's been a while since I've mentioned him and it's been forever since I've mentioned him in a negative light, but I, I'll do it. He won't mind. The thing that I used, that I developed or one of the things that I developed from my father got from him genetically was his temper. Mm. He had a very, he had a same temper I had when I was younger. And unfortunately I've kept that temper with inanimate objects. So let's say for example, one of the most common ones that everyone runs into, you're walking and you're doing shit in your kitchen and your, your belt loop gets caught on a door handle. Don't you hate it when that fucking happens? Yeah. So a rational human being would 
stop and go, if I get angry here, it's only going to make everything worse. So I can calm myself down 1% enough to take the belt loop off the handle and then continue my day like a normal person. What I inherited from my father is that if I calm down and rationally take my belt loop off that handle, that handle wins. I'm not letting that handle win. I'm going to rip my fucking pants, yanking it off the handle so that I can say I won. Wow. <laughs> That's, that is Steve Krause 101 that I am just him to a fucking T. And I have to tell myself, I know you really want to break that thing because it's not working, but you need to not, even you though... To, you need to leave that alone and yes, just move on. But if I do... It's going to be staring at me. It wins. And it wins. <laughs> I can't let it win. It needs to die. Oh, wow. That is... Uh... So thanks, Steve. <laughs> I inherited a lot of good shit from you. 99% of the reason I'm good is because of stuff I've inherited from him, but... That 1%. That, that one little percent. Can you imagine how many things I've broken in the past five years? So, Evan, you were... You started saying about how you used to have a little bit of a rage issue. Mm -hmm. And once again, I could not have felt more alike with you yes. in my life. Of course. Um, I, growing up into college even, had quite the rage issue. Um, it was, I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big teddy bear at heart, but if you poke and prod so many times, you become an the, actual bear. The fucking grizzly comes out <laughs> and will tear you to shreds if need be. Um, and I've, on several occasions, raised my voice and gotten a little physical to uh, show just how angry I am because some people, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this story. <laughs> And my roommates from college are going to be laughing for the next day <laughs> because they're like, I can't believe he's about to tell this story. When I was in college, I had multiple roommates throughout the years. And the main thing that they all did Eve equally, and they all didn't, we all didn't live at the same time together. It was one room, roommate would move out, another mm -hmm. one would move in. It was just me and one other guy throughout the entirety of our my yep. college career, and then like two or three other guys that switched switched in. All of them, for some reason, thought picking on me was just <laughs> the greatest thing on earth. <laughs> Could do no wrong with making fun of Greg or pissing him off. It, it, it was bad. I'm going to now explain to you the things that pissed me off and built this rage, this silent rage that just the, the bottle of pop that got shook too much. Yep. And then pressure one, builds. And then one day someone just cracked that lid open just <laughs> a little bit and an explosion came out like Diet Coke and Mentos. Yes. Um, so my friends, or my roommates, I should say. Uh, I'm going to tell you the stories of the things that they did. Mm -hmm. There was a time back in the day when I would be at camp, I'd be at class, 
and I would come back and they would just be laughing and I wouldn't know what the hell was going on. (laughs) Which made you angry. (laughs) I'd come back to the, I'd come back to the apartment like what? And they're like, they'd just be like, they'd either try be trying to keep a straight face or they would like be just laughing. (laughs) And I, and then I would go up to my room and something would be fucking wrong with my room. Uh, this is the things that they've done. They've switched my door, my, my door to my room with my closet door. Now you don't think you wouldn't think that's a crazy thing. Like, but my closet door is really only about a foot and a half to two feet wide. Whereas (laughs) my door to my main door is about three feet, three to four feet wide or whatever it is, 36 inches. So you, this was just a simple thing, but it pissed me off. And I'm like, fix my door. Like, (laughs) this is stupid. I couldn't even like lock my door because I angrily slammed it and it just bounced back (laughs) because it couldn't latch because it was a foot away. So dude, I'm going to be laughing about this for the next few days. (laughs) Yeah. So that was one thing. Um, another thing is I would constantly, I liked my privacy. I liked being able to go to my room and game and work on, of course, work on schoolwork and shit. Mm -hmm. My one roommate would constantly, every day he would come home from work, would come to my room. The door would be locked and he would either use a credit card or force his way into my room. And this door he did also, a B and E. This door also had a deadbolt. So Jesus. there was a time that the deadbolt got broken and that pissed me off like pretty pretty bad. Well yeah, I would be too. But he would kick the door open, he not viciously, but just enough to make it get it open. Open it. Use yeah. a card, whatever. And then he would just look at me, flick me off and say fuck you <laughs> and then go to his room. Where he was safe? And then I'm just like, can you at least close the door after you do this shit? Like, now I gotta get up. It's the it's the being lazy thing again. Yeah. Now I have to get up, go over, close the door. Not even worth me trying to lock it. Well, aside from the violent part of it, Greg, this sounds like you just had siblings. That's what siblings do. Right, right, right. They run in and open your door and turn your lights off and say fuck you, and then they leave. Sure. Um the Third thing that they did, and this one really, uh, I think I just bombed a test. Oh boy. Came back. Like I was not happy whatsoever. And I go into my room and I had this bag of extra hangers, like clothes hangers yeah. in my closet, just laying on the floor. This to this day, they say they were all over your fucking room. I'm like, no, they were in my closet. Shut up. That's where they were. (laughs) They used duct tape and took everything that was on the floor and duct taped it to the ceiling. Everything like shoes. They made spider webs, interlocking, interlocking clothes hangers and, and tape. And they made a fucking spider web in my room. If I wouldn't have been so angry, I would have been impressed. But like, I was just so angry. I opened the door. I slammed the door shut. I had to leave the apartment. And I said, my room better fucking be back the way it was 
when I get back or I, I don't know what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. I had to go to another person's house for a while, bitch, complain, cool down, came back. Still the fucking same way. Oh, so man. I was <laughs> I was so angry. <laughs> and then the angriest time that I've ever been. And I'll it's it's not the greatest, but I'll I'll say it. Um we had a party, and back in the day you we didn't have I mean we had Bluetooth, but we didn't have the capability yeah. of playing to a Bluetooth speaker. Mm-hmm. We had an old school audio cable ran up to my room connected to my computer and i had an app on my phone that connected to my computer through wi-fi yep so i could control the music and our we were having a party and people would come up and ask me to play a song and then one of them one of the girls at the party took my phone and she just started constantly playing you know Different songs, but like would change it every like 10 to 15 seconds. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, biggest pet peeve in the world. Mm-hmm. Like, just let a song play for a little bit. I don't care if it's 30 seconds, but 10, 15 seconds, you barely got into the course. Yeah. Like, stop. And then I'm like, like running around the house or the apartment trying to grab my phone. And I see her pass this phone to one of my friends, one of my roommates. And uh, this roommate was. He was getting on my last nerve all fucking week. I it was another one of those situations where I had a bad week. Classes weren't going great. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was just picking me left and right. And uh, he goes, "I don't have your phone." I'm like, "I just fucking saw her pass you my phone. I know you have my phone." We're going back and forth. Like, I know you have my phone, and I'm like, "If you don't give me my phone." I'm going to fucking lose it. Like I'm going to explode. Yeah. He didn't believe me. He's just like, I, I don't have your phone. And the thing that sent me off was dude, I'll help you find your phone. <laughs> oh man. And that's when I lost it. I ended up saying, give me my fucking phone. And I punched out our window. <laughs> and then my phone appeared in my hand less than a second later. Was he nearby? He had it. Yeah. And he, he, Jesus fucking Christ, take it. And then I had to let my anger like subside because it was like my heart rate was racing after I just punched out a window. I'm like, yep. what the fuck did I just do? Mm-hmm. What a terrible decision I've made, blah, 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 blah. And then I'm bleeding and I'm like, I'm like having like an outer body experience. Like, did you really <laughs> just fucking do that? Did you just explode like that? And uh, I scared a lot of people at that party because, like, no one's ever seen me lose my shit. I mean, for posterity, were you inebriated at this point? Well, duh. Well, then, yeah. But I normally can control myself when yeah. I'm drinking. It's just... That can help a lot of people be like, all right, obviously yeah. that's the most extreme version of him and we all have... Everyone Terrible has, everyone has an extreme. Yeah. You just don't want to be there when you see the extreme. Yeah. But yeah, I, I had that happen and you know, do, do I regret doing it? Yeah. Cause I broke our window, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was one of those things that if I, I did my best not to direct it towards a person, I did it to the nearest item, which just happened to be a window. 
And I didn't think the window was going to break because I just did like a side, like I wanted to make, make a statement. I wanted to make a statement like fucking give it to me, you know? And and then the glass just shattered and I'm like, well, that was a bit more than I expected. (laughs) But uh, yeah. Has anyone um, stolen your phone since? No. There you go. The statement has been made. Some people, you just <laughs> need to put this, just every, you need to scare the shit out of them. <laughs> and then uh, everything just kind of works from there. But uh, yeah. So yeah, that's that was my most extreme. Yeah. Um, I've had a few moments where I've hit walls and stuff, but never damaged anything. Probably because I came from a house where you were, there was no excuse if we ever got mad and broke something they my parents would be like it doesn't it doesn't matter why you're mad that is the last thing that matters it's the fact that you did just did that so you're going to get punished no matter what the reason for your anger so we had to learn like at that point you're like uh, we were like we can't we we physically have to not be that angry because if we break something we get in trouble so i've definitely like punched things but i've never been so angry that i was like the only way i can get this anger out of my body is if i actually physically break something right and i i didn't mean to break it it just happened just happened (laughs) um so yeah that uh that was probably the angriest i'd ever been and uh because of it i actually like i went and like not saying i got help Mm -hmm. but like i did a lot of uh I did a lot of inner searching. Yeah. Like to how to how to calm myself. Make sure that never happens again. Yeah. Um and uh I I had uh definitely I've definitely uh since then never been even close to that anger level. Yeah. Since then. So sometimes sometimes people you need to be at your worst to realize that that is your worst. Yeah. And I know that's an unfortunate thing to have happen, but uh, you need to know your limits. And you need to uh, understand that you you can't let things build up to that point. And uh, I think that was what I learned that day was don't 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 let shit build to a point that you are gonna explode, which. I think that's been my whole mantra ever since that moment is if you're going to explode, like you need to vent or yeah, you need to tell, you need to talk to somebody or you need to find another outsource for your rage to let it go, which you got to probably why I have a punching bag in, in my garage and you got to crack the lid of the pop and let yeah, the fizz, let out, the fizz out and then, and then reseal it and then, and then open it. And then, yeah. the, and then, and then sometimes you get a little spillage and you're like, God damn it. And yeah, like, yeah. Things splash out, yeah, but it's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Is it my question? We probably got time for one more, one more. Do you got a good one or do you want me to, uh, if you've got a good one, you can go. <sighs> I don't have anything super great. Okay. Let me find something then. Um, I I have one and I actually want to know your, your okay okay good if you were a character in a video game mm-hmm. uh what kind of game would it be and what would your special abilities be uh the game it would be would be a role playing game okay RPG 
and the special abilities would be I guess the the serious answer is it would be a fantasy based RPG mm-hmm. and the skills would be um just whatever skills within that universe help you wield a sword better. I didn't I guess the bigger question is like what what universe would you like to be in? And for video games it would be I would love to be a swordsman in a fantasy universe. Cuz like usually unless it's like a plot point of the universe, the people who are able to use weapons the best are the the safest mm-hmm. and the the mainest characters, I guess you'd call them. Um and ones with even with even with ones with like magic it's usually seen that like especially in video games like you can you the the swordsman is always the one who levels up the defense against magic um so i would i would i would probably pick you would pick swordsman and like any ability to boost your swords yes. swordsman skills you know, like those games that like you unlock moves with your sword that mm-hmm. are like like gradually getting better yeah like the game the big game i'm playing right now is called blasphemous Mm. um that is dark souls but it's 2d yep and it's a platformer um and it's caked in like roman catholic symbolism and in iconography and stuff and as i'm unlocking like that's all your character uses is just this one sword yeah and um i keep getting farther in the game and unlocking shit and i keep going oh my god these moves are like amazingly cool which that doesn't usually happen I, I like those types of games where you unlock moves and stuff, but you usually get like in a group of 20 moves, you get like five or six that you're like, all right, these are the ones I'm going to use. Yeah. Like blasphemous. I'm playing and I'm like every move I unlock is like completely changing the way I play the game because it's a new useful move. Like you get like a dash lunge or you get like a, a hold the button to get like a charge up swing. That's mm-hmm. what I would love to do. If I were in a fantasy universe, I would love to have like the charge up swing. Yeah. That does more damage. And then like the longer um, you hold it, you're just like, yeah. And it never stops building. Nope. <laughs> Until <laughs> you can destroy the universe. Yes. I, I, yeah, I like that. That's, that's good. Um, if I was a character in a video game, I would be the comic relief character. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be the main character. I would be the the happy go lucky guy that's like your side character but then right at the end i turn out to be the villain <laughs> and uh i would have i would have magic abilities mm-hmm. um it, it would it would probably be of the transformation type abilities uh like i would be able to transform into like this monster looking Imagine Cthulhu, but on steroids. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, I would be the final boss battle. Like, so what, what kind of game, though? Is it RPG? Um, yeah. I would say, like, I would say horror slash RPG. And I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, and I'm not a horror guy. Like, yeah. I, I, and no, normally I can't play any fucking scary game. Because mm-hmm. I hate jump scares, it pisses yep. me the fuck off. But uh, yeah, I would, I would be, uh, I would be the the guy that is like, oh, I'm just the happy go lucky idiot that's your friend, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, by the way, yeah, 
I'm going to destroy you. And then it turns out that I'm the serious, like, Cthulhu level yeah. monster. Did you ever play Undertale? Mm, I think I played bits and pieces of it. The, uh, I guess I'll leave it up to you. Is that, has that been out long enough that we can say spoilers? Sure. Um, one of the main characters in that game is that the archetype we both love. He's the goofy, joking around, never take anything serious character, and then he ends up being the most powerful character in the game. Yep. He's, he, I don't think he's the final boss of the game, and he's only a boss if you take the evil route. If you're a good route, you don't fight him because he's a good guy. Yep. Um, but it sounds like you want to be Sans from Undertale, which if you need if you need to know what remember what he looks like because he's a meme. He's the skeleton in the blue hoodie that has yeah. his hands in his pockets. And then he's got the blue eye when he when shit goes down. Yep. Like he, the famous thing from him is when you get to his boss fight, you think it's going to be just nothing because you've been going around fighting all these characters and they've been hard. And you get to him and he's like still joking around. And he his his boss thing comes up and he's like, such a beautiful day out today. It's days like today that kids like you and then it takes a long silent pause and then the text should be burning in hell appears and then he just fucking goes insane and then he kills you you <laughs> you cannot live through the first attack you die you it's only until you die a couple times that like he starts getting tired so that you have a chance to beat him because <laughs> when you come back after dying he's like oh back for more because he's the only character who knows that you you keep trying to fight him and uh even when he's getting even when before he dies, he's still just like joking around and everything's a joke and he's not taking anything seriously. And it's, you're like Sans. That's who you, that's who your sole video game character is. Sure. <laughs> I'll take it. But, uh, yeah, I would, I would say that's, that'd be, be my character that I would want to be. So that's a good one. But yeah, this was fun. Yeah. As it always is. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we had probably a little bit more serious ones than previous than ones, usually, but yeah. But uh, the funny ones made up for them, I think. If if you don't like the serious stuff, let us know in the comments. Yeah, <laughs> please speak to us. We, we, <laughs> We're so deprived. We're so deprived. We need the. I know I said I hate social media, but please use social media. Feed into that social media thing. <laughs> uh, but was, was, this was fun. Yeah. Um, I think uh, this will definitely, we've already done it three times now. We'll definitely do it three more times. So Of course, yeah. It's so much fun. We'll find a couple of different routes to go with this as well. So mm -hmm. It'd be kind of cool if we decided on like a theme and then ask questions, like a video game mm. theme, and then we just look up questions like yeah. the one you just asked. Yeah. Okay. But. So, yeah. Uh, check us out. You know where we are. On the social medias, uh, next door nerds, keep a lookout for Nerdbot. He's everywhere, and uh, be sure to like us on on those sites and Facebook, uh, Instagram. Yep, yep, and make sure that you uh, spay and neuter your pets. So, yeah, thanks, Bob Barker. Yeah, slash Drew Carey. I've been told I look like Drew Carey. So. Oh, a little bit, a little bit, a yeah. little bit. You can yeah. pull it off. Yep. This is the time where the outro starts to play. Actually went as Drew Carey for Halloween one year. Did you really? Yeah. 
I, I had the whose line is it anyway with like the scenes from a hat. Scenes from a hat? Yeah. yeah. It was fun. Who, who, who on whose line is it anyway am I most like? Either Ryan Stiles or Wayne Brady. Ooh, that's, that's high praise. Yeah. I don't know live if I, I, don't, I don't know live if up I de- to that praise, Evan. I don't know if I deserve Wayne Brady. <laughs> is Wayne, Wayne Brady got a smack a bitch? 